Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also empower you with a sense of complete control? Enter Conair Girl Bomb, your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results made just for women. From the ultimate Girl Bomb grip and professional grade blades, you don't have to compromise and settle for less. Conair Girl Bomb equips you with the precision and power previously reserved for men's grooming tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girl Bomb. Available at ConairGirlBomb.com or a retailer near you. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Valbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. What's up? It's Lip Service, and we have one of our dream guests on the show. I never thought this would happen, but Miguel is here with us. So before we get started, you know we do this Woman on Top with Delian Tequila, and today we are toasting to somebody else who actually has a wine and spirits business, and that is to the McBride sisters. I don't know if you've ever seen this wine, Black Girl Magic, yeah. mm-hmm. but the McBride sisters are actually uh, the creators of this. They're half-sisters. They didn't even know that they existed until... I think one of them was in high school and the other one was 25 years old. And so that is Andrea and Robin McBride. Andrea is from New Zealand and Robin is from Monterey, California. So the two of them, when they were finally able to meet after their father passed away, they decided that they were going to start a wine company together. And they didn't know anything about wine or about the business. They didn't have a vineyard or anything. But Mm. nearly 15 years later, as you can see, Black Girl Magic and She Can, they actually have a wine in a can now is in stores they are the largest woman black owned brand in stores that's being distributed so yes let's give a toast to the mcbride sisters i'm drinking out the bottle today so what's up it's lip service i'm angela yee i'm l'oreal oh (laughs) (laughs) you know that's a test we do every time to see if people know to jump in or not it's always funny to me So, Miguel, first, before we even get into it, how have you been? Like, how's everything been for you during this pandemic? I know it's a crazy time for people. Yeah, it's been it's been crazy. Um, you know, I think everyone's been feeling it. And you, you probably hear this all the time. So I won't say I'm better or less off. I'm, I'm, I'm trying my best to stay focused on my mission and, you know, focus on 
just the things that are positive because it's you know there's there's a lot of people that've been affected in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. I just look at things from a place of like, you know, what have I learned? Trying to take advantage of the time and just do my best to to be my best version of me because that's the most I can I can offer. So you mm-hmm. know, just in that place and and trying to maintain while all this craziness is happen- happening and um, just show love where I can and how I can. At least you don't have to do quickies during this pandemic. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I miss performing that song. Um, I miss performing. It's a trip. And I know that's not how you meant it, but uh, it's, it's definitely something I'm looking forward to. Just being able to to just to perform. It's a, it's a trip that I was I was sort of tired. I was like, all right, I'm good. I don't want to tour. I want to focus on making music. And if I do tour, I want to stay in one place for long enough to actually like appreciate the area and the food right. and the people and the, whatever the place has to offer. Now I'm like, man, let's just, can we go outside? I feel like a little kid. You remember when you're a little <laughs> kid? And it's like, Let me go outside. I just want to go outside. We didn't have anything to do. We just wanted to be outside and yeah. Well, being selfish, me personally, I know I got a chance to see you perform a few times. And the last time I got to see you was at Made in America. And I literally like ran from the other stage because I was like, oh, I'm about to miss Miguel. No. And I ran over there. Your performance is crazy. So Thank we you. definitely can't wait for you to get back out there. And I feel like nowadays that's very rare. Like there's a few people that can perform, but you definitely are going to shut it down each and every time. So it's worth the money. Thank you. Very <laughs> I didn't yeah. have to pay, but it, it's worth the. <laughs> but you yeah. would have. Right. I definitely would have paid. Yes. No, no, no. You, you know. Never got a pay I, you let me know. Make sure uh, take perfect. Let's <laughs> us to that. Yeah. Right. I do. <laughs> you guys been good. I know this. Is, I know this is like we get to hang out, talk about what I got coming. But you guys been good. You guys have been healthy in a good place. Uh, yeah. And listen, you don't even know what this show is about yet. So don't you worry about that. We, we're not going to just talk about what you have coming. So let me ask you this. Yes, we will. (laughs) Does sex life change during the pandemic? Like when you have more time at home to focus and do different things and maybe have like tantric sex and not have to be rushing out. (laughs) I love that. I love that you asked that. Um, yeah, sex life is different. Not to be too, not to put our personal, you know, um, adventures out there. But the crazy thing is that all of this time has given so much more space to like, I guess probably be like more to explore more of what we like outside of sex. And it makes mm. the other shit makes all of that in there better. It's so dope because it's, I would probably say it's like, and I don't want to say it's not trust. It's connection is different you know the and i'm not saying it's it was bad it was always great that's why i married my wife you know and i think that's why she married me is because we had a strong connection but even through the crazy my crazy moments and hurt whatever but what 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 is what it's done is in all of the little things that we do on a day-to-day and i get to see how amazing she is and how she looks out for me and she wants to take care of me and me want to be there be her rock and make sure that she's in a good place to be great and to thrive and I want to connect things for her and make sure that she's got what she needs to do what what she's here to do I think that just heightens everything else in a dope really really special way so right it's a good question yeah it's and it's real it's it's dope do you get (laughs) overprotective when it comes to certain things with your wife 
Overprotective. I think I, I think that my natural, and this is since we're we're on a sipping, you know, enjoying conversational flow. My natural tendency as a Scorpio has always been to lead with like protection, like you know what I mean, like to be very, and I've been that way for sure, and I, I try my best to um, not lead with that. Right. Um, just first and foremost, because like I actually really do trust trust. You know, it's like. We, she, she's, and I think people can see that, you know, just in just her, how she is in general. Um, mm-hmm. Find out about yeah. it. It's, it's even more in real life. So yeah, I, I wouldn't say protective in an overbearing way anymore. I think it could be anymore. that way. <laughs> you said Scorpio. Way. I was like, okay, I know, yes, like, the answer. I said Miguel is so dope. I hate that he's a Scorpio man. Why did he? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Come on, man! <laughs> got it. You just gotta evolve. Like that's the thing. Every every everybody's got like amazing, amazing qualities, and then there's some things that just don't really. Maybe not the best. You just gotta, you just gotta elevate it a little bit. You know. Well, we know y'all are sexual people. That we know that much about Scorpios. That's a positive thing. Yes, that's what. That's the main thing. I think out of all the signs, Scorpios are probably the most sexual when it comes to the men. I think so too. Just I want to experience. I'll cheers to that. I'll, 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 <laughs> I will happily. Yes. <laughs> All right. Now, just for the room, I want to ask you guys: What are some things that you only do when you're in love? Like maybe share a toothbrush. Nah. Mm, too far. You're I going mean, too far. You can't share Not a toothbrush. Not that I wouldn't. I think she would be. I've, I've actually asked her this. I've been like, you wouldn't share my tooth, but she's like, no, that's gross. Like, it, is, it is kind of gross. I guess that's what you think about my mouth like that. I'm going to take care of Oh my God, my no. Um, nah, and I just want to put it out there. I floss regularly and brush my teeth. So Are those your, are those your real teeth? You're, you have nice teeth. These are my teeth. I got chips and everything. <laughs> All I know is everybody's so perfect now. I'd be looking at my teeth like, do I need to get my teeth done? I'd be self-conscious because, yeah. yeah, I'd be like, how are people's teeth Look so perfect? She said. <laughs> like she curly I, white. I did the mouthwash and everything before we jumped on just to be sure. I was like, hold up. Let me make sure. <laughs> that doesn't sure. mix with liquor. Yeah, it, it doesn't, especially when it's mascot. They don't really, you know. What oh, I, mean? I love that's my new pet. Like I literally went to Mexico a few weeks ago, and ever since then, I have not been able to stop drinking mezcal. Like, and mm-hmm. it's the only thing I want to drink now. Yeah. Besides Delion tequila. Besides Delion. <laughs> you know, Miguel, I saw that you went to Mexico like a few years ago for the first time. Is that true? Yeah, yeah, yeah. First time, maybe like, maybe that was like five years ago. I think we did mm-hmm. like a documentary advice, and um, we got to travel sort of from where my family originates um, in Zamora in Michoacan, and we went south to. Which is the capital, uh, Mexico City, and we stopped and saw like really beautiful stuff, like volcanoes and the Monarch Butterfly Reservation, which was a whole experience on its own. It was a, it was a really completely changed my, um, I think the depth in which I felt connected, and it really helped me sort of like be at, and I don't want to say peace, but just really be feel feel connected in all the way like I feel comfortable representing all of the things that I am. And I don't know if it was just because I met my family and I just felt like, even though we didn't know each other, I felt like I knew them for my whole life. It just felt so natural. 
you know, when you get around certain people and certain energy, it just brings that out of you. Yeah. And that's how, that's how I felt. So when I got home, I just felt way more free. Like I, I felt solid, more solid. I felt right. like that there too, and I'm not even Mexican. Right? <laughs> and good people will make you feel like that. You know, you're it's like, nice. Oh, yeah, I'm it's home. true. <laughs> it's like, and I didn't expect it to be, not that I expected it to be bad, but like, I didn't think it was going to be as nice as it was. And I they, they couldn't even get me to come home. How long was I gone, Ange? Like three weeks? I didn't want to come yeah, back. Yeah, she was. She was there for a minute. I went there actually in the beginning of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. And then she, she didn't want to come back. After I went, I didn't want to. I actually was doing mm-hmm. my show from out there for a while. Me too. I, I would stay <laughs> too. Everything's remote now. Shoot. I wouldn't, I don't blame you. I would stay out there. Where'd Listen, you guys go? Um, I was in um, Riviera Maya. Okay. And then we went to, um, what is it called? Puerto Morelos? Puerto Morelos. Yeah, Puerto yeah. Morelos, Playa de Carmen, and then Cancun for a little bit. And mm-hmm. Tulum, of course, because but you see everybody's in Mexico right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're out there in a real way. It's like freaking <laughs> out there right now. <laughs> you gotta be careful out there. They said it's a yeah. couple of hot spots with uh for COVID, which is I hate to bring that up down. I was seeing that a couple couldn't get back home because you know they're testing to get back to the United States. So this couple actually has to stay there. The husband, he tested positive, but she tested negative. So now he had to go somewhere else to quarantine and she has to like quarantine also and wait until they can come back home. Uh, I'm good with all that. I can't wait till this whole thing is over. Are you considering taking the vaccine? Uh, No. I am going to wait out as long, I mean, just honestly, I'm 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 going to wait as long as I can without taking. It. I mean, um, Nas and I have been really, we've drawn some real clear boundaries in terms of like what we what we're willing to do in, in terms of visiting and hanging out, and if we ever have to. And we've been working, so obviously that comes with the test every you know so often two weeks, mm-hmm. week, and we're good with that. She wants to get vaccinated, and she will probably before I do. I just. Um, you know, through history, and, and, and here's the thing, I've been vaccinated since I was a kid. You're right, born in the right. United States, you get vaccinated early on. We have so many vaccinations and I'm healthy. So I get that part. I'm just, I've always been skeptical about anything rolled out with speed. Right. I don't trust our, and, and this is this is me, I wanna preface this too, is I am, a, I am vigilant, I vote, even though I don't believe in the system. You know what I mean? I participate when I when I can as a as a all of my civil duties. I do that because I think putting your energy in things that you think are positive or could have a positive effect is important. So mm-hmm. let me preface that with that. The real thing is that I don't trust people. <laughs> I love all, I trust few. That's how I move. And I certainly don't trust our government. We're seeing a proliferation of a lot of decisions that may not have been made. And some very much made without the interests of humanity and mm-hmm. in general. So when I think of our history and mm-hmm. I see behind and who has vested interest in the rollout of these of these vaccines, I'm skeptical. Right. Like you so, see Pfizer, you see Johnson and Johnson, you see these huge pharmaceutical companies that are making all this money from it. It's hard. And you're right. The history of the vaccines. It's interesting because they're trying to spend all this money on convincing people that it's safe to take mm-hmm. the vaccine. And people mm-hmm. are taking it. Like, I know a lot of people who have taken it and they're fine and they feel better and they're comfortable. But I haven't gotten it yet. And I am a little nervous about it. I'm Me like, too. I'm going to wait and see. I'm going to wait and see what happens. 
What will probably happen is all of us are going to need to get it because there's some job that requires it. And, and I think that they're going to enforce that more. They're going to be more stringent about it as we go. Right, uh, right. And I'm, I'm, I'm like, hey, that's the reality. You know, this is life. And when we get to that, when I get to that bridge, I'll cross it and I'll, you know, I'll get vaccinated if I need to. But as long as I, it's not a requirement, right? They take, they normally take in the past. You know, it's like a rollout of a vaccine is like a year process, or any pharmaceutical is like years of process. Right. This is obviously to meet the demand and the need. You know, they definitely trying to get it done. So, I just, I just always go in thinking, what are the long term repercussions? What's the history? Who's got a vested interest? What if Nas says no sex until you get vaccinated? Oh, I'm getting vaccinated yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> I posted this. I posted this uh, this meme on my story yesterday. I saw it was like after she, after she hits the blunt. You seen daggering and like Jamaican yeah. daggering. Dagger, it's dagger, the, dagger. Dude, <laughs> like literally, like in the air. <laughs> When the girls got her legs all the way wide open, like after he hits the blunt, I'm like, that's me. So, I'm, so if anything is getting in the way of that, I'm getting vaccinated. Trust and believe it. Well, I, I heard the cat in the background. So I have to ask you, since we talked about sex, and that's all we talk about most of the time. So what happens with the pets, with your cat or whatever, when y'all do have sex? Does the cat have to go up? Or does the cat be on the bed trying to watch? Or like, how Close does it the work? door? You gotta lock the cat outside the door. Uh, let me tell you, every time it's about to go down, it's like it's like they feel it. They're not even in the room. They're nowhere in the house, and the house is a nice, you know what I'm saying? Like there's space. Yes. We can spread out here, okay? They'll be in a whole other place, and for whatever reason, they have like a sense, right? <laughs> You know, things are about to get spicy. <laughs> things are about to get spicy. And inevitably, one comes up, creeps <laughs> up, jumps on the bed. And the funny thing is they the two of them gravitate to either one of us. So the theme, like um, our cat, Vanity, the girl, she'll jump on my side of the bed. And she's like, 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 it was like rubbing <laughs> up on my head. I'm like, hey, threesome, threesome. Like, Push it off the bed. I don't know. They're, they're yeah, that's not the only cat that wants attention. Like, <laughs> is Vanity named after Vanity Six? Like, you know? Oh, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. It was like, she's Vanity. Yeah. Yeah. Vanity Six. Yeah. Damn, that's dope. That was my song right there. What was the song again? Um, Nasty Girl. Oh, no. Nasty Girl. Oh, my God. Uh, so many. That whole album, their first, their, their only album, Kills. Sex shooter, uh, what's the one? Makeup. No, that was, that was Apollonia did sex shooter. Apollonia, yeah. Yeah, you're Apollonia. Like, <laughs> right, see? This see, I mix it together too, because this isn't it the same person or am I? No, just... Apollonia oh. and Vanity. <laughs> yeah. Well, see, I's a little younger too, so I think Apollonia's in Pepper Rain and Vanity was in um Bruce Leroy. Um Yep. Oh, yeah. right. Last okay. Last Dragon. Damn. They, yeah, the they have dragon. a striking resemblance. resemblance. No, they don't. No. A little no. bit. No? Oh. Well, then maybe no. I'm thinking wrong. <laughs> They're both exotic, but very different. Very okay. Different. Maybe mm-hmm. that's what it is. Exotic looking, beautiful women. Yeah. All right. Now, <laughs> now let's Let's go back to the some of the things that you do when you're in love and only when you're in love. I said sharing toothbrushes. What's something that you do only if you love somebody? Things you do only when you love someone. We've all heard give them the last piece. But honestly, 
I love my food, and <laughs> that's my chicken. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I'll tell you, I hate. Have you guys ever had? Um, this is this is so retarded that I'm sharing this. But, no, we want to know. <laughs> so for whatever reason, I love these meatless chicken and pasta burgers and type type thing. Beyond it's like, beyond beyond meat, beyond chicken, it, and all of that. It's one of these, yeah. But it's the barbecue flavor joint, and it's, they're like little chicken nuggets. For whatever reason, if I just want a snack, like I just toss them in the like air, whatever air fryer. Air fryer. Because <laughs> everybody wants one. Of, you know, got one of those things now. So. I put it in that thing, it's like 14 minutes and it's fire every time, right? So <laughs> this, I was, this is like, I've been in the studio. I was, I needed to eat some food. There was only three left, right? And I saw her just sitting there and I, and I she was like, I'm kind of hungry. And I was like, damn. You're like, one, two, three. <laughs> you know, you know the meme? Uh... <laughs> the last one. I was like, uh... hey. You want this? You can have it. It's the only. There's no more left. You know. Now, no more left is like it's got to be no more left. Like, right. you can't order anymore. It's mm-hmm. you're not in a place where it just you could easily get them. I knew. I know. I, I remind myself in in situations like that. Um, right. I'm trying to think. Anyways. Uh, oh, when you know, know that when you're stubborn about something, but she's right. And then you say yes, you're right. Yeah, I, I'm actually not. I don't. I'm not. I'm I'm sort of the kind of person I'm very much the kind of person where even if the person saying it is wrong in how they are, if what they're saying is right, I can still acknowledge that what they're saying is right. Even if they, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like those people would be like, you can't say shit because look at your life. You know, I'm I'm just I I believe like if you say something and it's real and it's, it's just real is real. The truth is the truth. You know. So. You know how I know I love somebody if I rub your feet. I hate feet. <laughs> and if you can convince me to like give you a little foot rub, get some lotion, and do all of that, then I'm like, okay, that's my boo, and yeah, I, I'll you know. do it. That's it. What about- <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. What's the last foot rub you gave? You- <laughs> Not my man. I rub his feet. I get okay. some lotion. Nice. Look at you. Yeah, <laughs> his feet. His feet aren't jacked up. If his feet were jacked up, I don't think I could do it. Where they jacked up before you loved them, and then all of the lotion rubbing. No, no, no. <laughs> you you got feet. You gotta come like that. Have you ever dated somebody with bad feet? Nah, no, no. <laughs> I got nice feet, so if I got nice feet, you gotta have nice feet. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. we gotta get you our. We gotta get you our OnlyFans. Oh, <laughs> uh, just a foot one. A That's foot fetish page. Oh my god. <laughs> OnlyFans, your only feet. What if before you got married, like before y'all were dating anything, somebody reached out to you that you might have been talking to and was like, hey, just send me a picture of your feet. What it is? Nas wouldn't have it. (laughs) No, like before. I mean, like, yeah, way before. What about if you did a what if you did an art dealer feet album? Art dealer feet. I like that. I love that. I'm gonna drink to that actually. Art dealer feet, let's go. And there's plenty of people out there who love feet, you know? Yes. So, they be right in my DMs. They be if like, they can you send me a picture? If they got roly-poly porn, you know what that is? No. Roly-poly, I, I can, it sounds like somebody fat. <laughs> so, yeah, it sounds <laughs> like fat. Is it I fat? Promise, I promise sometimes me and my boys, we just, we just send the most rando porn type type stuff. Like, yo, they got porn. <laughs> you be on that, don't you? you? You like to watch that. So just look up roly-poly porn. I'm, I'm looking like, it up no, right I am. now. You Roly are you? Poly. 
Well, I think like for me I'll when it comes to up, I don't know if that even really. Did you just make that up? And she's really good. No, Wait, I, I look, I'm gonna tell you I'm, like, that's what the I first, the so first thing that came up is, is roly poly ass fucking girls. What is it? What what? Yes, it says so roly poly ass fucking girls. I don't right. get it. So what are they doing in this porn? Like, I don't understand this. One says she comes but continues to suck my dick while my wife licks her pussy. That sounds like a threesome and just. Oh, here it is. All right, couple of guys with, couple of guys from the ghetto have a good time with roly poly women with unshaved pussy. Let me say something about porn. Porn is very politically incorrect. <laughs> this you is taking a weird turn. It did. It did. But it's fun though. Let's stay right here. I like this uncomfortable weird space. This is so. Like they be so, like ghetto porn, like black guy. Like it's so politically incorrect. Like when the Me Too movement comes to porn. It'd be oh like thug, thug fucks over. innocent white woman. <laughs> you like <laughs> Karen, a Karen, and yeah. <laughs> they start. They throw all of the PC stuff out the window. You know why? Because it's just everyone trying to get to the point of whatever gets mm-hmm. them off. So they right. just they be having slavery porn. <laughs> like you cannot do that in any. Oh I wonder God. if they have blackface wait, porn. Wait, wait, wait. Actually, that's a real thing. And actually, that's not. That's not cool. Slavery porn is that's fucked up. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, how are they able to do this? Look, oh my God, they have blackface porn videos. Why did you even look that up, weirdo? Because we just started talking about it. Okay, no, it's not for real. I was about to say, because oh, now well. you know what's going to happen. That's going to be part of your algorithm. And like, as you're scrolling through things, <laughs> you're going to see b- blackface porn all day on Twitter. Okay, there's not really, there's not really blackface porn. What happens is it's the black. Um, porn videos, and then it'll be like come on her face. So they put it together, like you know. Oh, well, I could get jiggy with that shit. I mean, that's, <laughs> that's a little better to me. She was I like, mean, oh, yeah, that's I'm normal. Like, yeah, that's bad. normal. That's you see, like eight, uh, eight dudes fucking a white bitch, like eight, eight niggas. You know what I mean? That's yeah. what you see on Blacked. Like, train. yeah, the train. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, the trains. That's how they they'll shove like two up one hole. I'll watch that. What? I like that so graphic right now. Yeah, I like that. Like, I like to watch that kind of stuff because I'm like amazed. I'd be like, this, how the fuck did she get two of them up there? I can't even get one, barely. Human. <laughs> so, is porn, do you watch porn to see things that you wouldn't do? Or do you watch porn to imagine yourself in the position of the, of the people in the porn? The funny thing is, we were, we were just having this conversation about porn and how it will probably be. And I know this doesn't answer your question, but we were just having this conversation <laughs> about Karen. Um, it's the mezcal, excuse me. It's train of thought. Um, Nas and I were talking about porn last night, and we were like, it's probably not even going to exist in the next five years. At least, like, professionally produced porn is going to be, like, professionally produced music. So you think it'll be, like, streaming porn? It's already streaming. For I right, right. People like porn that's not professionally produced. Yeah, because it feels more real. It doesn't feel like it's staged. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, it's real couples or it's a real person or the fact that you can talk to them, whatever. We're having a whole debate based on this is the kind of stuff that no, this yeah. is why our sex is so good is because we just we just debate rando. Sh- you know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> why are we talking about if porn is going to be viable in the next two or three years? 
Anyway. But I think it makes sense. I do. I like, I'm going to tell y'all why I like the professional one. And it's wow. because when you're, when you do like the home ones or like when the homeboy ones or whatever you want to call them, when your homeboy's holding the camera, it's the angles ain't all the way there. So I'm going to be mad as hell if I got to see the inside of your thigh. Like, no, I want to see the hole and it going straight in. Like, I don't, mm -hmm. I hate when like they really look like they getting it in and then like the camera's at the fucking wall. Like, what am I going to do there? Or like it'll go up to the titties, and I'm like, no, keep it on the pussy. Yeah, <laughs> like I can't see anything. Yeah, so I think it would have to be. It's just those angles that they really know how to get with that lighting that's just in there, and you right. can see everything. Like you need multiple cameras. Yeah, <laughs> like you can't do that with an iPhone. And that's the that's sort of the the whole art behind all of it. You know, it's like wait a second, like. A lot of people don't understand that it's these little choices that make you feel it or really like really be into it where it like either turns you on music, porn, your favorite product, whatever. It's the little choices that add up to why you really love it. And that's where people I think in general, like we all have these little choices that we make on a day to day, even like how we think that change how we appreciate life and to just sort of shift the, the conversation. That's my whole everything in my life. Like that's where our dealership came from, which is I think a big reason why we even met, you know? I think that's a big part. I was living in New York. That's how we came to, to, to be on, you know, in interviews and so on and so forth with you, Angela. Like I wasn't really on radio with you like that before that. It was after Art Dealer Chic. It was that time. We did like a couple interviews, but it wasn't yeah. as frequent as like, you know, in depth as it was after our dealer chic and that was the whole that was the whole perspective it was like curating all the choices that we make every day you think before that you were doing things that were more like i'm trying to be marketable and put this out there like this and i'm listening to other people but then with our dealer chic it was more like this is really like the music i want to make not trying i think it's just a different objective the objective change and that's life like that's life as we know like life changes you start to you start to go like okay i don't really need abc maybe i like the idea of what i thought it was going to make me feel but what i really want is you know this this and this and as as we go like you know as you know i'm married now um my i lost my grandparents in the last couple of years that changed those those two things change the way that you look at like what's important the last year, all of us looking at the at life like, wait, what's really going on? Like, I can't go see everyone I love or I can't be everywhere I think I want to be. What's going to add the most value? Who do I really want to keep in contact with? What do I want to spend my time doing? Do I really love this person I'm sharing this house with? Like, all of this stuff is like, it's like curation of our choices. You know, it comes down to like our priorities. And to answer your question, like, it was just the priorities were shifting and I was starting to go damn, like, what do I really care about? Like, I got this platform and there's people that are willing to give me their time and their energy and listen to me. What do I want to use that for? And uh, that's that's pretty much the, that's what changed it, you know? You've always had control of your music and your career, but I do feel like nowadays it's so much more gimmicks that need to be out there. Like, for instance, something that we're seeing right now is like the little Nas X thing. And he is a talented person. We all know that. But then you see things like going over the top. Do you ever feel 
those pressures anymore of having to like think of things that are over the top just to create or to promote i mean to promote your music further because it's already amazing but with the pressures of today and what everybody else is is doing just to be seen that's a that's a great question um and at the very end of it it always going to come down to like what's the priority how far anyone will go to realize whatever they think they want is very much going to come down to what is the priority if the priority is to be seen if the priority is to cause conversation if the, whatever the priority then the decisions are, are going to reflect that you know so i think and, and then i'll also say that decisions that are made to grab a lot of people's attention to create conversation on a cultural level that requires a lot of you got to have big balls to do that mm-hmm. especially if it's in, if it's like i'm going to put time energy resource behind it to do mm-hmm. that it takes big ass balls you got to you got to really have you either got to be stupid or you got to really be smart you know either right. way it takes big balls <laughs> it's a risk. you right. know so without commenting on a specific person because i think anyone who has a platform they no one can fathom what it takes to put yourself on the line creatively regardless whether mm-hmm. if anyone thinks it's shit or if it's great whatever it takes a lot so it is I'll a risk never, man there's things that i've said in the past that don't reflect that belief but i know it so deeply and i can look at it and go man let me remind people like anyone you see out here doing anything they had the fucking balls to do it Right. Listen, you keep on saying this, L'Oreal. Do you like big ass balls? Me? I got big balls. I got big saying, balls like, too. Look, me too. And then, and then no. my head, I'm picturing like <laughs> big balls. You know why too? Because the movie Bad Trip. <laughs> oh my God. Did you see that movie, Miguel? I did. I love it. I love it. Over the it weekend, was hilarious. Big shout out to the, everyone that was a part of that film. First and foremost, I, I love the actors, comedians that are in the film. And I thought it was genius that they like they did these scenes in public situations where the public didn't know. Right. Mm-hmm. And they used it. I thought it was just, I was like, this is genius. I was like, are all these people acting or is it like. Yeah, that's, I had to this, Google that. Yeah, I did too. <laughs> But for the first couple scenes, I was like, okay, wait, what's going on? Yeah, I was confused. Is this real? Like, is this CCTV? Like, what's going on? But um, after, I, after I got it, I was like, oh, this is genius. It so, was the smoothie place for me. I was like, how are these people really drinking these drinks? Yo, just to be in line and to see someone cut so overtly, <laughs> y'all be like, <laughs> bruh, I've been here waiting to get my smoothie. <laughs> have you have you ever felt like you were on a show like this got to be like boiling point or I'm getting punked or something? I got punked and I I had a feeling. I had a feeling. Oh, you did. I was like, this is not right. The lady started talking. I think it was like she, she got a phone call, like a like a pocket dial, and supposedly her guy was on like having sex with their neighbor or like her friend or something like this, and and we were in the car. She was supposed to be our driver. So she's driving. She's like, "Will you hold on? I just I live right over here. Can we just make? I, I'll be. I promise it won't take too long." I was like, "This is." So she crazy. tried to pull up on him while he was cheating. I, I was hit. Are though. you so? 
You're so nice too. I was like, he's just being really nice about it. And like, cause that is something that like you would understand in real life. Like, okay, let's ride out. Trust. I was, I was definitely processing it and being like, <laughs> I don't want to say too much on a guy code front. And then on the other side, I don't really know what's going on. So let me just try and be as, you know. Have you ever had a homeboy that got into a situation like that and he tried to call you to like kind of come with him? Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> For real? Come and on, like bus his girl? Oh, uh, I mean, I've been in situations where it's like we're going to go we're going to go catch. We're going to go see this is if this is really what's going on. Really? No. Catch a cheater. <laughs> Man. And what yeah. did it get? Did it get ugly, or did you have to? No, break he was it wrong. Down? He was wrong. So <laughs> that's embarrassing. Turned, yeah, he, felt was, stupid. he didn't get found out though. He he was. It was like a stakeout. You know, it was like wait, we about to go find. I, I got a feeling, <laughs> and you have to be there for you know. So you, you want to show up, and so we went and and we went to wherever he thought she was at. It wasn't like that. He right. was crazy. He was like, I'm sorry, probably, bro. Like, <laughs> were, y'all, were y'all drinking? Were y'all drinking beforehand? No, nah, it was already on his heart. He had already okay. had it. You know, I did. I definitely fun. popped up at my <laughs> ex's house while I was drunk because I was I was out. I was drunk. And I used to <laughs> always just be like, where you at? And he would be on some shady shit, but I would never go. But this time I was a little drunk and I was like, fucking, I'm rolling up. Caught him. Because you know what it was? It was Damn. that... He was used to me lying and saying I was going to pull up and I never did. So he thought right. I was just faking it again. And I really showed up this time. Mm-mm. Before I was with Nas, I was, I was seeing, I was seeing someone and that I was working with and it wasn't like it was exclusive, but it was supposed to be honest. Yeah. That's where, that's where it gets really twisted. And this is a lot. I hate that. This is, Scorpios have, this is where Scorpios have problems. <laughs> oh, it's so true. Because I have no problem being absolutely 100% honest with you. If the, mm-hmm. if the conversation is that we are seeing, we're dealing with each other, but it's not exclusive, I'm, a, I'm going to keep it 100 with you. Right. Hands down. I like that. I would, I would prefer that I can be that transparent and we could be cool. That's great. Right. So... This was the this was the idea, but it wasn't being carried out. And and mind you, we're in a whole other city on work, mm. and I'm staying. We're not in the same hotel room, but we're in the same hotel. Sloppy, so sloppy, and she got <laughs> she has someone else. And I go up to her room, and she's not answering. Ooh. I know she's there, so I start kicking on the door. I'm kicking on the door. <laughs> Finally, other dude comes to the door, and I'm like, "And listen, this is this is me, this, Angela. You see me in all my all my <laughs> versions. This is all my versions, right? It, it doesn't matter. I'm like, I I for whatever reason, Scorpio kicks in, and I'm I think I'm six feet tall. I'm kicking on the door. I'm kicking <laughs> on the door. This dude opens the door, like, what the fuck am I? Who the fuck are you? And I oh, I start going crazy. I push him out the way. I oh go into the room. And she's and she's like half naked. Ah, she's half naked. I'm like, I knew you were bullshit. And you I, little hoe. You yeah. didn't say that, but I'm saying that. I, I was, uh, and then he said broads. And you can't that was listen. It. Not even that's on principle. <laughs> if I can't trust you to be honest with me and we're intimate, how can I trust you in business? Damn. So she lost her job and her dick appointment. Damn right. God damn. <laughs> that's why you can't really fuck somebody you work with though i'm gonna be honest like it gets very messy 
we've seen it happen time and time again, you know, and it a lot of times it does not end well. Somebody manages yeah, somebody. Yeah. We've seen it happen what? a million times. That's again, that's that's priorities. I think mm-hmm. at the end of the day, like if we can like clean and, and I think like when when you get this part, I'm still getting this. So don't I'm not saying this in terms of like I know better. I, I'm just saying from my experience, the more clear I can be about what's really happening and honest, the cleaner everything is. Mm-hmm. And clarity and cleanliness and my energy and my intention, like all that, it always like it it turns into something. You know, it's like all that stuff. So like keeping it keeping it all clean in the beginning, it just helps ensure that it's always gonna be clean. And yeah, right. I don't no static. I'm good. I don't I don't want the bullshit. I don't wanna deal with chaos. Like we did all of that. Like we, mm-hmm. have you ever been a have you ever been a side piece? I, I just told you, like, apparently. Yeah, that was it. <laughs> I mean, besides that, because, you know, but I'm saying, have you ever knowingly been, like, somebody's side piece? No, I'm, I'm never, I never, I guess, I think probably because, again, this is a, the Scorpio vibe. Maybe I just always was like, I deserve to be numero uno, you know, mm-hmm. unless I, unless it's, there's no number. You know what I mean? It's like, unless it's like, we are on no number basis. Right. That's a whole numero siete. Yeah, no, 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 I said no, whatever, but you I know, I need to put my captions on because I don't know what y'all are saying. <laughs> and you have Puerto Rican L'Oreal, shut up and mind your business, speak Chinese. Okay. <laughs> Come on, right now. Yo, my dad, he didn't teach me, so it's his fault. Mm-hmm. Is that a trip that they that sometimes they avoided that though? That sometimes yeah. they avoided to make sure that you, you got the other parts. Right, you know, got the like, uh, well, obviously, I was gonna learn English because I'm in America, so he could have right. taught me. Yeah, something listen, else. My, da- my, dad is, my dad is Chinese, and I never learned Chinese. All I can say is Happy New Year, so I can get my red envelopes with the money, and in I it. can say that too, so that don't even count. And I ain't Chinese, say it, say it. just passed though, did it pass more recently? Yeah, yeah. She got $40. $40. I know. It's like lucky numbers. They give you money as lucky numbers in a red envelope. Did you really get $40? In a a few years, China's about, I mean, China's in terms of like their stake in the world economy is massive. So you already got a, you got a head start. You got to lean into that for sure. Come on now. Alibaba, baby. Alibaba, baby. (laughs) We're going to be doing the next interview in Chinese. (laughs) (laughs) Before you got married, right? You were together for 15 years. So yeah. during that time, were you guys monogamous during that whole time? Or how did that work? Like who, you know, that's a long that time. Was, that was very, very, I'll tell you that's a, on an honest tip. That was not my most shining moment before, before, you know, it was, it was a lot of my ideals of what came with, with this and what, what that meant uh, in terms of a lot of things um, that I had wrong. You know, so there's a lot of moments that I wouldn't, that I'm not proud of, that I, that I didn't, that I wasn't clear. I wasn't clear mm-hmm. about what I was doing, you know, so, and I was much younger, you know, it was like my 20s. Um, you both were. Yeah, 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 much younger. And a lot of things were changing too. It's like I come from survival. Like, this is another part that a lot of people don't understand about people of color. It's like when you come from a place of survival and you make it like, oh, like we're on this call. We worked hard to get here. This was like mm-hmm. a lot of sacrifice. Still working hard. 
It's not like somebody <laughs> yeah. like, do you want to do this and make money because you enjoy this and you're good at it? No. Right. This is like, I'm going to figure out what I can do that I'm good at and I'm going to go hard. And I'm going to do everything that I can to make sure that I can survive because of this. I got family. I got circumstances. I got blah, blah, blah that I'm trying to make sure it's better, right? And so, you know, coming from that place, when that brings you to a new experience, you like, damn, this is the new, this is what I worked hard for, right. you know? I guess that that this is what it affords me. And you see this, you see opportunities for different things. And in my experience, what I learned is that that com- new territory comes with new obstacles, new challenges, right? New realities. Not all of that is good. Mm. That's right. The, what you were going for was probably righteous, rooted in the right place. What it afforded you is a whole other, a lot of different options that maybe you couldn't fathom. Not all of those options are good. And for me, I wrote a whole song about this, that sometimes I learned the hard way. And that's on my first Mm -hmm. album. And I was very much learning the hard way early on in my career, just doing things that weren't, that were, because they were, they were like, oh, I, I can I'm at the club and just throwing it at me. Like, okay, this, 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 this. I'm all the way over here in New York. I never spent no time outside of LA. Right. All these Puerto Rican and Dominican. Wow. You know, it's like new realities, not understanding that now I can operate from a place of purpose, not from a place of, oh, look at all these things, all, all the opportunity I have based on, you know, what I did for survival. So, yeah, very different now. So was there like mm. an aha moment that made you be like, all right, listen, I need to settle down? Or was it something that you went through in particular? Or was you just tired of it? You know how guys are. They be having a moment. They be <laughs> at their lowest. They're like, who's been here with me for the past <laughs> 15 years? <laughs> Woo! How you snap? I can't snap right now. My nail's too long. <laughs> Man, I, it's it was a low point, you know, because, again, that's why I said that the whole the whole part about like the more clean clear i can be with my decisions now with the priorities in mind that means that i will more likely my 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 odds of making decisions that i'll be happy about later on that will affect me later on that i made here i'll be good with yeah i wasn't thinking like that mm. i wasn't that i wasn't that guy i was like right here right now right here right now what what is what feels great right now? What feels awesome right now? What's fun? What's exciting with no repercussion? Now it took it took the proliferation of those decisions to finally hit and to continue hitting that I was like, I'm not even, my family and friends are like, I don't, we don't really recognize you here. Mm, wow. And that's, a, that's honest. I'm being a, a thousand percent. No. It, like, it literally I, in this room, like family sitting me down. Nas, my brother, my cousin, my closest fans, my, my fan, friends, sitting down and just being like, bro, like, who, who, where are you at? Like, we don't, who are you? This don't look familiar to us. Are you okay? That kind of conversation. And, and that was very, very pivotal. It changed the whole approach. And um, I'm really happy. I'm happy that now I've grown. You know, I've grown because that's what it takes, you know, that's what it takes. And well, I thank love, God like, you even have song, people like that. Yeah, because you think about a song like What's Normal Anyway and how what an impact that had on people. Just wow. something like that. Like just so many people could relate to you 
And then mm-hmm. also just feel empowered, you know? Love, love. I mean, you don't I, want to see you become a different person. Yeah. <laughs> what did you say? You almost want to be a different person. <laughs> no, I said we, we didn't want to see you become a different person, right? right? That, uh, yeah. You know, I'm sorry. Fair, fair. No, I, 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 and I appreciate it. Like the, the beautiful thing about at least putting your heart into your anything you do is that at least someone has a real grasp, some real grasp of who you are, you know, Angela, like we don't know, know each other, but I've been around you to know your energy, where your heart is at, no matter if you joke, but whatever, I know where your heart is at. I know your heart energy, you know, when you get around somebody, you get a sense of who they are and, and when they put themselves into their work. And I've been lucky that I've been able to do that where people like you, even if you don't really know me, my fans, like my fans that don't know me day to day, but they get a sense of who I am when they can see me be, be me genuinely. Honestly, one of the most fun nights me and L'Oreal had was we were with you and we were in Dumbo in Brooklyn mm-hmm. and it was like the Afropunk Festival. Issa Rae was there. Like her oh, insecure party. Yeah. yeah. When I tell yeah. you that was so... I was like, we're hanging out with Miguel. Yeah, <laughs> I still have the videos from that. I was, it's I, I was so happy because, you know, we never actually hung out like that before. That was the right. first and time. Really, like, it was like we had a meal. We had drinks. We were just chilling. It was a room. And that memory had just opened. That spot yeah. had just opened. So we yeah. were like, it was brand new. And it was just up in the air. It was just dope. It just felt we was we on like, the another room. shot. Another yeah. shot. Yeah. Another shot. Yes. <laughs> But honestly, I was like, Miguel is super cool because you know yeah. you never know how people will really act in real life. And I, I remember L'Oreal wasn't there at first, but then I was like, "Come here and meet me." And then we went out, and I was like, "Miguel's here. We're having shots." And you were just so nice and so fun, like on some chill shit. And I'm always respectful because I'm like, okay, you know, we got to make sure nothing looks mm-hmm. weird or funny because I am respectful of, of things like that. But it was really like a good time. He was so chill because I so still cool. look at Miguel as like such a celebrity. So he is. It still is exciting for me. And I never want to not feel excited to be around certain people, you know? We were like swag surfing and shit. We was all like this, arms around each other. <laughs> I'm telling you, I still have the videos. I seen it the other day. Because I was gonna, I was posting some stuff for like a couple months because I was posting some stuff up for Angela's birthday. And it was like us. And we're like, yeah, with our drinks in our hand. And I'm like, this was really a fun-ass night, like for real. So if, like you said, out of character, so if we did see you somewhere and you like had six bitches and you was doing the most, I'd be like, nah, somebody put something in Miguel right. drink because right. you don't do, you know, it's one thing to be cool, but you wasn't, it was just all love. It was I remember nothing. Wayne, Wayne was there with us, Wayne Barrow. Yep. We had yeah, yep. he he was getting it in and Hannibal Burris. Cool. was random. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hannibal. That's good times. But that's the that's the that's the thing, is like, okay, so we could jump on this call. Year like that was like maybe three years, four years, maybe five years. That was a while ago, yeah. Mm-hmm. A long time. We jump on this call and it's like I haven't spoke to you in that long. I spoke with you in a long time. But the energy pure, you know, those decisions yeah. those, not to make it like super heavy or anything or super bad, but the fact that that was our vibe. We were just having a good time. No, nothing. It was just we were just having a good time. That's what I learned probably the most is that. In any moment, any given time, if you just like, just be good. Right. Make, yeah. Be, be the good. Like, just be good. That's going to like, that energy is going to keep going because I made a lot of not good 
decisions and moments and then the energy stops then you got to deal with the ah now nah, right. when i see this person or they might be saying this or i it's going to come back on this end and and like it's just i'm i'm good with that i'm over that so so let's talk about something old something that did resurface it was a clip so long ago when you uh it looked like you auditioned for the group um what was the name of the group blackberry molasses and all that is, how does it feel when clips like that come back up now that everything goes viral and stuff like that? And people did not know and didn't realize that you actually didn't make it. And then you ended up being the biggest. Nobody even remembers anybody else in that situation. Sorry, I'm and, not. You didn't say it, I did. The, and by the way, Miguel, I know there's nothing else left in that cup. Okay, there's no way you're still drinking that. Oh, no, he's be pouring, right? It's the, it's, and I'm pouring on the side, by the way. Yeah, okay. okay. Just, I just want to make sure you're not over here faking us out. Okay. No, 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 no. And like, I don't know if you can see this. She's calling you a liar. But because I'm tipsy, I'm tipsy now, and I'm like, Miguel's just over here chilling. All right. <laughs> but is no. that how did that feel when that that came back up after years and years later? Man, I'm gonna tell you, it's a trip. I we it came up last night for some reason. <laughs> I'm trying to think of why we were having this conversation. Drew asked me, you know, Drew, uh, he, he's always with me, Angela. He's like, yep, my right hand, right hand. That's my best friend. What were we talking about? And he <laughs> brought it up and he was like, have you heard from them? And I was like, no, I haven't. The lead singer and writer hit me a couple of years later on and he was still doing his thing as a writer producer. But um, you know what I laugh at most of? Because unfortunately, the, the contestants are the group. They were right. completely innocent. They had no right. idea what was going on. And I was completely innocent. I had no idea what was going on. It was these motherfuckers who were trying to create a story and produce some kind of thing that they could sell and make interesting for TV and, and trying to use us. So <laughs> I just look back at it like, wow. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, how did y'all even find this? Like, leave me alone. Right. I mean, it's a trip though. Like, it's a testament to one, first and foremost, every single person in that group was talented. So talented. Like, genuinely talented. There was a, there's a celloist, um, Mm. writers, singers, producers, like, genuinely talented. The only difference I would say, and, and this is me, let me preface this, that I don't know where everyone is at. I don't know how they're doing. And I really want, I really hope that they're doing really well. I think the big differentiator between success is one, clarity about where you want to go, and two, consistency. Anybody, like, I'm telling you, all of us, all, all three of us yeah. on this call. Consistency, for sure. Had, you right. know, if you don't show up on a consistent basis, there is someone else that's going to do it. Absolutely. Somebody waiting. Mm-hmm. Bruh, Doing the job. Yeah. And, <laughs> and believe me, they want to get that money. So if you're not going to show up, that's why that's why it's important for people to believe in what they really want to do. Mm-hmm. First first and foremost, have a point in the sand that you're trying to get to. Yes. If you're not clear about where I, you're going. Listen, if I don't have my goals, I would achieve all my goals. Like I have them ready to go and I have like them in priority order and long-term yeah. goals, short-term goals for sure. You have to because mm-hmm. because look, the world changes every day now. Every day the news comes on I'm like, "Damn, what's <laughs> What's it going to be today? You never know. Right. You, never, you know what I just found out over the weekend after I watched, um, was, was, was it roly poly porn? But it was not roly poly porn. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, 
uh, aside from Roly Poly One. Um, <laughs> Those searches are uh, surging right now, by the way. Yeah, I know, I know. They, they better pay you. They better give. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, I found out that forty-five percent of our ocean's plastic waste is created by fishing nets, which is essentially it's the business of fishing. So fishing industries account for 45% of the plastics in our ocean and microplastics. So all of the stuff that they've been feeding us for the past five years about don't use straws, your plastic. Now, by, by the way, like we shouldn't be polluting. We shouldn't. Right, right. And single use plastics are damaging. So obviously you want to, you don't want to do that. But all this time they've been telling us that it's this thing when in reality is this thing right. that they're trying to keep us from knowing the world is changing every day. We're finding out mm-hmm. new things. So I say that to say information is going to change. Culture is going to change. Uh, trends are going to change. If you don't have a clear sense of like what really matters to you, who you are, where you're trying to go, the winds are going to blow. Like all those changes is like the wind and you're a boat in the ocean. If you don't have a, a fucking, excuse me, a heading, right. the wind is, you never know you're where going you're going anywhere. Yeah. You got to be. But laser focused. Have a point, right? Have a point. So anyway. I was scared you were gonna say it was condoms. (laughs) I didn't know know where we were going right there. I was like, wait, you know, you know that person. A lot of people don't use those, but um I know they say Miguel has to go. But our daily chic four is coming out on the ninth. Is there anything that we should know? You know, just because I want to make sure, of course, that's a big deal because that is the fourth Uh installment. Yeah, yeah. So, so our dealer she got created again. It's rooted in a lot of the stuff that we're talking about. It's just mm-hmm. understanding like my own opportunity to talk and communicate with people, to curate my decisions, and to make sure that like my music reflects sort of like where I'm at, what I'm working through. So this art dealership for is interesting because there's a couple of the some of the situations that we talked about earlier that you know reflect maybe a, a less considered approach mm-hmm. um, and some of my mistakes, you know, and it's me, it's me. One of my favorite lines in Jay-Z's last album, 444 is um, you can't heal what you don't reveal. Mm, that's right. Mm-hmm. You feel me? And that stuck with me. And I feel like our dealership four has, a, has that in it. You know, it's like me just being like, let me just tell you about me. Not about like, that I love sex, that I love love, that I, you know, I love the excitement or the excitement of how many drinks would it take? You know, all of these kinds of You know, that is one of my favorite that's all-time my favorite song. songs. You know that's right. my song, right? To <laughs> this day, if you put that song on, it's Too over. Like, that is one of my favorite all-time songs. So, yes. It's a great song. Great song. Honestly, honestly, <laughs> honesty. But that's, that's, it's sort of like... You know, I can do that. I can, and I can be a human being and, and share that I'm not perfect. You know, I'm out here on the ocean with you. You know, and like Roly poly yeah. on all these haters. Hey. Oh, oh, oh. Roly poly on all these haters. <laughs> Wait, blackface Roly poly. Don't forget the blackface. Angela likes that. Right. No, no, I don't. <laughs> Yo, it went deep. It went a whole other, a whole other way. I was like, I didn't. Even- I, God, I don't like that, okay? I don't want nobody to see this part. Like, I like that. No. Uh, <laughs> but hey, it's been so cool to see you guys, man. It's yes, cool I can't wait. Man. This felt like a FaceTime <laughs> conversation, so I had a good time with you. And I cannot wait till we can do this in person, you yeah. know? So we appreciate right. you so much, Miguel. Thank you for being you. We appreciate That's you. Right. 
It's love. Thank you for being you. You give me the you give me the strength to do it. I appreciate it. Thank you guys and all the listeners and watchers. Appreciate y'all. Love you. Salute. We, 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 we got something to say. Love you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Peace. 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 Peace.